Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Ron Henry, welcome to the program, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Paul. Thanks for having me on. Yes, I love your YouTube channel, dude, and your yard. I don't like that slope in the front yard, but I love your backyard. Yeah, the, the slope is uh, is pretty challenging. You know, it's, it's cool, though, because from a content standpoint, a lot of people have that type of um, situation in their lawn. So being able to have something to show them, you know, real mowing or just the, the challenges of working with a slope top dressing is kind of useful. Yeah, I had a customer. He had this huge slope just like yours, and I would always scalp it. Always scalp it, always scalp it. And I'm looking at your slope. I'm like, man, how, how did you overcome that? Yeah, so it's what you're seeing right now, the state of the lawn, it's been top dressed several times. Uh, you know that I'm a big real mowing type guy. So the over time, I've been able to kind of work the contours of it to where I've been able to mow that the slope as low as a half an inch, just under half an inch, and it doesn't scalp. So a lot of it is um, mowing diagonally. And uh, just keeping a lot of um, not not allowing a lot of thatch to build up, so that so the surface doesn't get spongy. So that there's a combination of things allows it to maintain that type of height and still good after mowing. Cool. Well, I want to hear the story, man. I know you're a respected authority and expert for incredible, you know, golf course style lawns for homeowners on YouTube. But how did sure. you get here? What was the um, origin story? What got you fascinated with turf, and how did you gain all this knowledge? Sure. So it, it goes back. I mean, when I was the fun, fun fact is when I was a kid, I actually hated mowing grass. My dad used to force <laughs> me to go out on the weekends and mow. Like my, my parents have some property um, back in the Caribbean where I'm from. So uh, a couple weekends a month, we're like lawn cutting stuff. Right. So I, I hated doing that. But then fast forward, you know, they always say when you grow up, you become your parents. Um, moved into this house about seven years ago. And I thought, man, this, this has got a really, really good landscape for possibly turning into a nice lawn. And then um, I, I got into just just having it mowed at first. And then a buddy of mine was saying, you know, if you really want to take it to the next level, you got to get into real mowing. So I started out push real mowing Ooh. this entire lawn. At the time, it was right around 12,000 square feet with like a Scott's, what was it, like a 16-inch, like a 16-inch wow. mower at the time, which is kind of insane that I think about it now. <laughs> and I did that for a year and a half until one day, one fateful day. My neighbor, who is, if you're looking at the videos, his house is the brick one that's like, uh, I don't know, like a, a pitching wedge away from mine. He was out there with his true cut on the front lawn. And I saw him mowing and I was like, man, this looks this looks really, really good. And he says, yeah, because you want your lawn to really look like this. You got to move from the one you're using to a power drill mower. And I said, ah, I don't know. This seemed kind of expensive. I'm not sure if I really want to you know, make that kind of a plunge. And then he did the thing that, you know, really, really set things off. He said, hey, you know, just borrow mine. Just t- take it home. Oh, man. Try it out. See what you think. And was this a true I mean, cut 27 or what, what was he, what did he have? He had a 27, a true cut okay. C27. Yep. Yep. So I took it home, mowed a little bit with it. And I was like, man, this is like, <laughs> the, I mean, the, the, the push was nice, but this is like next level. So I got to have one. So, uh, he, uh, he also is the owner of, um, of a equipment rental place in Duluth, Georgia. So okay. he conveniently, you know, what he, place he is was, that? He, I live in Cumming. Oh, in Cumming. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's in, he's in Duluth, Georgia, uh, Keystone. And, yeah. Um, 
He, uh, you know, so seeing he was selling his product, he let me have a sample of it first. And then, of course, I put an order in for a C25 and the rest is history, you know, so. Okay. That Keystone Rental, that's that's like John Creek and Duluth by a quick trip. Yes, exactly. Oh, so, well, yeah, okay. exactly. So John Street, yeah. So you go like we're Peachtree Industrial and that quick trip are you turned right and they yeah. are on the right if you're going, you know, if you're going away from 85. Yeah. 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 Oh, across going, the street, Juan Badia. That's where I get my pine straw, that trailer across the street. Yep. So I, yep. Yeah, I know, I, I know Keystone. All right. So this is exciting. So you, your neighbor lets you borrow the 27 inch yep. true cut and then you're like, it's so much easier. You like the way it looks. Like the way it looks, the way it cuts, the fact that his was, um, he said, coming up on 20 years at the time. I mean, he's had it for a long time and it still was running great. That's not okay. Well, this thing's going to be, you know, $2,300, $2,400 once I get the roller on it. But if I take care of it, it's going to last a really long time. So I ordered a C25 from him. It took a couple of weeks to get it and um, love it. Fell in love with it. Uh, mowed with that mower for a couple of years until I got What year was this when you got the C25? I'm sorry, what, what? What year was it when you got the C25? Oh, man. I think it was 2018. Oh, wow. 2018, I believe was correct. 20, okay. Yeah, 2018 is the thing when I got that. Because I actually did a video like reviewing it. I believe that was in 2018. Okay. So so I moved with it for a couple of years. And, um, you know, a, viewers, a couple of my viewers, the, the following on YouTube started growing. And a viewer came to me and says, hey, you know, your lawn looks really not nice. You know, not throwing any shade. looks great with the C27. He said, but you, what you really need to do is put a greens mower on it. And I'm like, greens mower. I mean, how much, I mean, how much better could it be? You know, this is, I thought the, the C27 was all there was to it. And then I, uh, so I took the plunge, got a Toro greens master coming up on three years ago at this point. Um, and it was a game changer. I mean, literally I, I made a couple of passes with it and I shut the mower off and started laughing, looking at how much better the stripes were, how much better the quality cut was. Wow. And it's just, it just never stops, you know, never stops. You're always chasing the better cut. When did you start your YouTube channel? Why, why did you get started with that? Sure. So the YouTube channel actually started all the way back in 2006. I didn't do anything oh, with it wow. for a long time. Uh, I got, I was in, I was doing like, um, um, like book reviews. I was, I was, I was really being into cars as well too, like into performance cars. So I used it as a way to just kind of document the, that type of stuff. And then when I started working on the lawn, I literally just had my iPhone. I would just get out there with my iPhone. I thought, you know, if I'm going to go out here and I'm going to, do all this work of trying to make this look like a golf course, I'm going to film it. So that way I can look and see over time how it changes. And, uh, you know, I mean, don't go back and look at my old videos. They're, they're horrible. I mean, some people, some people will say my current videos are horrible too, but no, man, then, I watched really your bad. core area in video today. Do you edit this yourself or do you have someone else editing it? Or so what? All, all done by me. All done Incredible by me. Incredible work, man. Yeah. Incredible yeah, work. What um, editing software do you use? I use Final Cut Pro. Okay. Final Cut Pro. Excellent ed- editing on that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I worked at it. I work at it to try and get better. Uh, I, like I study a lot of YouTubers that have content that it's good and that are able to kind of work people through a video. So I, I have a whole script that I use as far as like scripting up the content, putting together all, all the shots. Like I have a shot sheet of like wow. what lens I want to shoot each one with, um, how I want to do the transitions. So literally by the time I actually get out there to film it, like all the hard work is done. It's just like going through what I've already written out and then assembling it. You know, how so. long from start to finish filming, editing, scripting did the coordination video um, take that one? So I started working on that one um, Wednesday, like the, as far as just the writing portion of it. I um, I took the day off from work on Friday. So Friday was all about filming it. So okay. I shot it all on Friday, edited, um, did some some basic edits um, before the live stream Friday night. 
And then Saturday was assembly day. So I went to karate in the morning and literally I spent, let me see, I got, I got home at one thirty, and I was editing until eight or eight or so, eight or nine or so. So, I mean, it, it's typically my typical rule is it's about an hour of footage for every minute of video that makes it onto YouTube. So that video you saw. What? Today, that was, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> so that video that you saw today, that's like four minutes, uh, well over, actually it's more than that, well over four hours of footage that most of it just gets thrown out. Like I'll, I'll do wow. scenes over and over till I get it just the way I want it. And most of it just gets thrown out. And what you see is just what I keep cutting down, cutting, cutting, cutting until I get to where it's nice and tight, gives all the information, but doesn't, you know, it's respectful of the viewer, viewer's time. I was very impressed for, for, I mean, the content was great, but the editing, I was like, do you have a professional doing this or what? I mean, it, it was mm-hmm. like watching a, a Hollywood trailer or something. Everything was just so blended together and it makes you watch all the way through the, the way you're, you're like always in the middle of a story and it's just like, you can't not watch is that's the idea because you think about it in lawn care, like leveling a lawn, aerating a lawn, you know, applying fertilizer. It's all been done before. There's not really a lot of new information about it. I mean, I, I try and throw in some tips that I found that I've learned over time that make things better. But really, the only thing that really can set your content apart from what, like, you know, the, the, the hundreds of thousands or thousands of hours of other type of lawn care content on YouTube is your spit on it. So I thought, you know, why, how, how do I um, take like, um, like an MKBHD video or like, you know, any of the, any of the top YouTubers like Peter McKinnon, any of these guys that have just gorgeous cinematography mm-hmm. and bring that to lawn care and make it fun to watch and entertaining to watch. And that's, that's my goal. Sometimes I get it right. Sometimes not so much, but that's what I, I, that's what I'm aiming for whenever I make a piece of content. How many subscribers did you have in back in, I think it's 2018 when you busted out the phone and you're, you're showing your first kind of few mows with the real uh, mower. Like, I don't know, under like four or 500, hardly anything, okay. hardly anything. So the 40,000 plus that you have now, that's all the lawn crowd. That, that's not, that's, the book that's all wrong here. Yeah. Very. Cause the thing is the, the books, the, the, the video, the content that I had on like, um, on doing like book reviews that I was doing and also like the performance car stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, some people like that stuff, but it's not like lawn care because it was just uh Bermuda. You got to figure it with Bermuda lawns. There is, um, Michael Bowman, there's BYD, there's myself, uh, there's is BYD, BYD an Atlanta guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I was actually at, at, his, at his place today. We were doing a, a little live stream on Instagram. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's in Stockbridge. Yeah, yeah Stockbridge. okay. I saw him go live. I didn't know you were there. I didn't, I didn't click on it. I, I want to go down and interview him sometime. Yeah, That's he's cool. Like it. He's, he's a, he actually does. He actually mows lawns, too, as well. So he has like a, a lawn care service as well. Now, you don't have a lawn care business? Mm-mm. Okay. No, no time. I don't have time. <laughs> okay, so you have a full-time job. Right. Yeah. So I, I, my actual day job, like how I actually earn a living is in information security. So I'm a computer guy. I'm a computer geek. Okay. So I've done that professionally since the mid to late nineties. And, um, and then just getting into lawn care has been something that that really kind of happened by accident. And the way I am, my personality type is once I get into something, I want to get really good at it or I just don't want to be bothered with doing it. And that's hence why like the videos have got to get better. Like the lawn has got to get better. I want to, so it's just, this, 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 chase of constant improvement. So how did you get connected with this community then 2018 as you're kind of like a rookie, you know, homeowner out there trying to figure it out? How did you find out there's a ton of other guys out there obsessed with uh, taking care of their backyard as well? 
Well, I mean, I think everyone that's on YouTube recently or in last, I don't know, 10 years or so have watched Alan's videos. So I watched his stuff for a while, learned, learned a lot from him, just learned a lot about um, the kind of content that people uh, would like. And I didn't really look for a crowd or a following on YouTube for a lot of years. It was really, uh, you know, they, they found me more so than I found them. Like when my first content, the, the, the first videos I was making really was just as a way to document what I was doing and, hey, I'm trying out this product. And then I would go to site one and I would talk to the guys there. And then I made that way. I made friends with people that actually work in industry mm-hmm. at diff- for a couple different golf courses. And they would like share information with me around programs and ways of improving the lawn. So just something that just kind of happened over time. And then as the content got better and or at least the information got better, uh, people just began, um, you know, being, began um, seeking me out. And that's that's really how it grew. It wasn't something that I, I like went out intentionally to say, I'm going to try and grow a huge following on YouTube. It really um, you know, just really happened organically, you know? So who are other than Alan Hain and, and BYD, who are some of the other creators that you are friends with? You like their content, you kind of, um, you know, or collab with, um, BYD. So BYD, Alan, um, who else I had, I've had on, I've had people in the industry. So Demir, Devin as a guy, is like a golf course guy. Okay. Um, not really. It's funny. I don't actually collaborate with a ton of other, with a ton of other YouTubers, mainly because they're just, they're either busy or some of them are cool season grass. I'm a warm season guy. I just, I don't, that's, that's something that I'm, I'm trying to work on doing more of as far, that's why hence today I went and hung out with BYD all morning. Um, so that's something I don't do a ton of, not because I'm really opposed to it. It's just not something that I've, um, you know, that is, that I've just started, I've done, I've, I've put a lot of time in because between literally between my full-time job and then trying to find time to do YouTube as far as making content and the live streams, uh, I just want to make sure that anytime I'm doing something, I'm making the best use of my time, but you know, collaborations are definitely a good way to grow and to just, you know, cross pollinate, um, get it introduced to more, um, to more subscribe to more people, more subscribers, more audiences, and that kind of thing. So the good, a good example, the lawn tools, I've never collaborated with them, but um, I've spoken to those guys before. We chat back and forth on, on Facebook. They're really, you know, really great set of guys. So I am familiar with a lot of other YouTubers, but as far as collaborating on a, on a, on a regular scale, not something that I've done a, a whole lot of. Them. Yeah. Shout outs to Jordan from the lawn tools. Cause I, I got, he was at tour. They invited me up to this event up there. Alan Hayne was there and Jordan, the lawn tools. And I got to meet these guys in person. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him uh, for my podcast, I want I have like a list of people I want to interview. I was like, I want to interview this Ron Hammer guy. He, he lives in Georgia. I live in Georgia. Jordan's yeah. like, I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen, man. I know him. So it's, I appreciate you hopping on the show, man. Your oh, your definitely. yard is is incredible. So uh, tell us a little bit more about your mowing schedule. I see you out there while the dew's on the grass mm-hmm. and you work. Like how frequently are you mowing? Tell us a little bit about how you got your yard looking in uh, so pristine shape. So it, it started out with top dressing probably five or five years ago. It was the first time it was top dressed. I believe that was, that's about right. Um, I had a service do it. I had a server, local service do it because I didn't know what I was doing then. And they did that. I, and I watched it and I was like, like, huh, I can do this. This is a seed. I mean, it's like a lot of work, but I can actually do this myself. So I started out with getting it top dressed to help smooth things out a bit. And um, from there, every year since then, I've done some kind of top dressing. So top dressing has been a big thing. 
learning about you know soil testing and the importance of of um, making sure that the soil has the right amount of nutrients because really you know people chase green grass they chase a, like an awesome looking lawn mm-hmm. but really that's a byproduct like if you it's almost like trying to get like get a lot of muscles right like really it's like watching your diet working exercising and then becoming getting a good physique is just a byproduct to that mm-hmm. same thing with your lawn so I started to understand I wanted to understand it at a at a deep level like. Like what makes grass green? What makes grass grow? What helps it to be disease resistant? You know, um, for Bermuda, how do you treat it and cut it and, and do all these things to make sure that it, it performs as well as it can? Um, and then, you know, over time, I, again, going to site when I tried a lot of different professional level products, I got introduced to like, um, I mean, it's funny. So like I use a lot of products from Miramichi Green on my lawn, right? Mm-hmm. And I at first learned about their products. I got introduced to it from a guy at site one that said, Hey, try this stuff out. It's, you know, it's, we've gotten really good response with it. And because of the way the branding was, I attributed it in one of my videos, a product to Miramichi green that actually was not them. Okay. And so one of their VPs reached out to me and says, Hey man, great lawn, but I want you to know that's not really our product. And that's how I got, you know, introduced to them just from, you know, go out there trying to make a piece of content about a product that I really, really like the results with. Um, so it's just, it's something that just, it, it happened, it happened over time. So, Going forward to getting the lawn to where it, to where it is now, um, you know, soil testing has been huge. Using a proper fertilization program has been huge. And then just mowing. So mm. r- these days right now, I am mowing um, every other day. Wow. Um, I, so I'll get up in the morning because it's a way for me to relax too. Like before work, I'll get out there 630 in the morning. The nice thing with the mower that I use, which currently is a Greensmaster, the Toro Greensmaster, mm. is a really quiet or, or for as quiet as a lawnmower can be. They're relatively quiet. So I can get out there early in the morning. Um, the neighbors don't really, don't, I've asked them, it doesn't really bother them because they don't really hear it. And the reason why I like to do it when there's dew on the lawn is you can lay like perfect stripes, you know? So uh, so right now it's every other day. Last year when I was cutting the lawn at um, just under half an inch, in June and July, it came every day mowing. So for two months, wow. I mowed the lawn every single day. And that's, that's uh, it's, it's, it takes, you know, more power people that can do it, but it's a ton of dedication it's a lot of wear and tear on the turf because you're always out there with the equipment on it. It's a lot. It's a lot more mileage on the equipment, and frankly, my lawn anyway looks better, mowed a bit taller. So between half an inch and three quarters of an inch is where my lawn stripes nicely. It looks good. So that's where I'm running it this year. And right now, I'm at 0.62 inches is what my mower set up to cut. So five eighths is where I'm at right now. When you say you were mowing in June every day, the entire yard or just sections of it? or The entire lot, the entire yard. Every, mor- <laughs> every morning I'd get up and I'd get up there. Like, it was like a job. I'd get up there every morning. And towards the end of July, I was like, yeah, I mean, this was cool to do. It looks really nice as far as being like really smooth and you could like roll a golf ball on it. But this is this is too much. So I, it's just and frankly, the lawn didn't look color wise, didn't look as good as it does now. And we're not even in the growing season, like in another month is when it's really going to pop. Mm-hmm. So the lawn likes being or my grass likes being cut a bit taller. So I'm listening to the turf and just cutting it a bit taller. Hey guys, it's Brian. And Liz. Hope you guys are doing well. Hey, we wanted to let you guys know about an exciting event and opportunity that we're co-hosting with the Almonds down in Nashville, Tennessee on June 25th called Together, Together in the, the Trades. Trades. Liz, tell them a little bit more about this exciting event. 
Together in the Trades is a summit for couples in business where you can go to learn how to work together better in your business and in your marriage. We're bringing in top industry leaders as well as marriage professionals to help you grow together in business and in life. We're excited about seeing you guys down in Nashville, Tennessee on June 25th. Don't forget to get your ticket at togetherinthetrades.com and follow along on Instagram at togetherinthetrades. Once you purchase your ticket, be sure to check your email where you'll get an invite to our exclusive Facebook group. There you can get more information on the hotel room block and a fun couples event Friday night before the summit. We're excited about seeing you guys down in Nashville, Tennessee on June 25th. Don't forget to get your ticket at togetherinthetrades.com and be sure to follow along on Instagram at togetherinthetrades. We'll We'll see see you you there. Hey, landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County, OHIO, opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. Hello, Green Industry Podcast listeners. This is Xander Kirby with Pure Marketing Agency. Many of you may have heard me as a friend of the show as I'm a huge believer in Paul and our great landscaping community. Five years ago, I began trifecta landscaping with zero experience, and by God's grace, we have grown into a multi-million dollar debt-free company. I was able to do this in large part with having a great understanding on social and digital marketing, and that is why we are now launching my new company, Pure Marketing. Every thriving business needs a top-of-the-line website, consistent and creative content, and full optimization of Google and digital footprints. If you're ready to grow your business and for new clients to discover you, contact our team for free at puremarketingteam.com, where we focus purely on marketing so you can focus purely on your business. Um, how uh, long does it take you to do that 12,000 square foot first thing in the morning? About 45 to 50 minutes. It actually goes really fast because okay. I don't have a lot of obstacles. So literally I set the mower up and I'm just making, I'm making passes. It doesn't take, it doesn't take long. I can mow the entire lawn edge and blow in an hour. That's so it's cool. Not, so you're done terrible. by about seven thirty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm done by seven thirty. get in, get in the house, shower up get ready for my barrage of meetings that I have all day. And yeah, so I'm, I'm done before long before eight o'clock. That's so cool. What are mm-hmm. your plans for the YouTube channel moving forward? Um, so it's funny. So I started doing the live streams in August of what are we in 2022. So the August of 2020 is when I started doing it because I, I started saying, Hey, Really, right now, everyone cares about grass. Around March, the, the United States, anyway, remembers they all have lawns and they forget about it in like September. So, like, YouTube views for the most part, um, 
like they they ramp up and right now so this is our christmas time you know we're getting tons of tons of views tons of um you know um promotion but then september october time frame it tends to fall off so the live streams are something that i did one is a way to learn to find out like what are people what kind of problems are they having in their lawns so get, i can get ideas for content it's a way for me to get better at learning things that i otherwise wouldn't learn um and so i tend to keep doing that i, I mean i'm mean, august of this year will be two years of live streaming pretty much every friday so I will uh, continue to do that. And then I'm still toying with the idea of overseeding my lawn in the fall. I don't think I'm going to do it. Um, you know, everyone keeps saying, you know, put some ryegrass down in the fall and just let us see what it looks like as far as, um, you know, like overseeding a Bermuda lawn with uh, perennial rye. And it, I've seen it done. It does look cool, but I'm afraid of what that's going to look like in the springtime as far as getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. So I haven't decided yet if that's going to happen. I think they do that at some, I, I used to work in Sugarloaf Country Club and mm-hmm. they would have these areas I couldn't figure out. I was like, how did they get that? It's it's dark green in January. Everything else is dormant. Yep. And that's yep. what I figured they always did because I knew I knew they didn't spray paint it. I could tell it was real. So that was right. ryegrass they overseeded it with? Yep, ryegrass. When you're looking at Augusta National mm-hmm. in April, Augusta National is actually Bermuda, believe it or not. But what okay. you see it in April, it's overseeded with with rye. So it oh. looks, and, and how actually having been on, been on the course, like imagine, I always say tell everyone this, imagine the best lawn you've ever seen in your entire life, the best grass you've ever seen in your entire life, and it's better than that. That's the best way to describe Augusta National. So ryegrass does have its merits, right? In the sense that it's in the early spring into around this time frame, it looks incredible. Like the color is awesome. It stripes like way better than Bermuda does, but you have to really eventually get rid of it because it competes with the Bermuda. And what you'll find is the Bermuda will struggle to come out of dormancy. It's going to look mm-hmm. kind of, um, I want to say sickly, but it's just not, it's just not going to really take off until you spray out the ryegrass and get rid of it. So I, I haven't decided if I want to go that route yet, but it, do, it does look awesome. It does look awesome. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting if you do. I, I guess the consequences are, are a little unsettling. Um, yeah, because really when it comes to like using herbicides on your lawn, it makes sense um, to, it makes sense to really do that either when the lawn is completely dormant or when it's completely greened up. And really, if you're trying to put, um, get rid of the ryegrass, you're doing, you're spraying like say Celsius or some other herbicide mm-hmm. um, that targets um, ryegrass at a time when the Bermuda is transitioning out. So you are going to, you know, ding it a little bit. You're going to slow down that transition out of, um, out of dormancy. You're not going to kill it. I mean, you, it's hard to kill Bermuda even when you really want to. Mm-hmm. But um, for that reason, I, like in other words, I want it all. I want it to be like green and, and beautiful all year round. But when it comes to March timeframe, I want the ryegrass to go away and my Bermuda to come back. And it just it doesn't really happen that way. What's your reputation like in the neighborhood? Do, do your neighbors know about this YouTube channel? Or are they just like, oh, my neighbor has a nice lawn? Or what's that kind of like? So it, it, at first I was the crazy guy out there with my camera all the time. And now they just kind of get used to it. So, so it's, what's funny is um, now whenever I start mowing and scalping, like invariably a couple of days later, you start hearing lawnmowers in the neighborhood start firing up. Oh, it's time to go. Ron's out doing his, doing his thing. And it's the same thing with the video. Like before it used to bug me because people would you know drive by and they would stop and they'd like figure out what he's doing. And now people don't even pay attention. They just, they completely expect it. Like I'm out there filming, they'll stop at the bottom of the street and they'll like, I look out and say, can I go by? I'm like, yeah, you're gonna fine. Go on, drive by. So they're considerate. You know, they don't, uh, there's, there's, uh, they, they know that I'm the, the lawn YouTuber guy. And I've, there's actually a couple of subscribers in the neighborhood That's that, cool. um, I bounce ideas off of and we touch chat about lawn care. So it's, it's cool. Have you ever been out and about in town and someone recognized you? I'm like, dude, I watch you on YouTube. I've been, believe it or not, I've been to um, commerce. So I've been like, again, I was really into cars and someone there recognized me. 
And also um, in the neighborhood, it's happened. So what's funny is I was over at a neighbor. So the guy that used to be my neighbor moved to a house that's, I don't know, like five minute walk from where I am now. So I was over by him because he was getting ready to top dress his lawn. And he's like, hey, what do you think? And just should I aerate? And we're just looking at it, looking about looking at it. And he was trying to figure out, like, you know, how heavy he wants to go. And I'm sitting there talking to him. And literally this car rolls by and then stops and says, Ron Henry. And I look and it's a police officer. I'm thinking, oh, wow. I'm like, I don't have any tickets. I'm trying to think I don't, I'm not in any trouble. And it's a police officer that lives in the neighborhood, like a, like another street up. So he recognized me. He knew who I was, but I didn't, you know, I didn't, uh, it, it was cool, but it's, uh, it was a little bit unsettling to have people recognize you that, you know, you, you don't think that anyone really watches, you know, you know, they do, but you never think that anyone that you might actually come across would recognize you. So when you're looking at your analytics, what percentage of uh, your uh, viewers are men? Oh, I can tell you. Um, most of them are. I can actually tell you right now. If I look at my okay. analytics, my audience, uh, da, 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 the majority of them. I mean, it, it it varies, but most are. Let me see. Eighty nine percent are men. So okay. about, not, about so not, about ninety percent men, ten percent uh, women. That's that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's interesting. I've, I've been interviewing some of these guys that are kind of getting viral on YouTube who are doing these lawn transformations for free. I'm not sure if you've ever seen any of those pop up. Like lawn juggernaut, those kind of yeah, guys? Yeah, lawn care juggernaut, Al Blades, mm-hmm. these guys. And their analytics is balanced. It's, it's actually a lot of women uh, that are finding- Interesting. Yeah, I was like, what, really? And, and then you read the comments, it's like Sharon and, and Susie and all these like women like- what you young kids are doing for the community. So nice, blah, blah, blah. But I was, I was like, they're watching it for entertainment, but I figure, you know, as men, we all want a nice lawn. So right. I figure your analytics was probably 90. That's what I would have guessed. So that's pretty yeah, cool. I, I do have some female subscribers and viewers and they are very loyal. Like they'll show up in the live stream every week Yeah, and they'll also are in the comment sections, but it's mainly, you know, it's mainly men, mainly men. So that's cool doing renovation stuff. I don't know. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. I, I'm telling you what I've, I've been going out. I don't know if you know, Jason Creel, he's, he's a fur yep. and square guy, lawn care life. Mm-hmm. So I've been going, well, I went, went out once with him and we did a, we did some lawn care makeover videos and uh, that was a lot of fun. And I'm going to go back out. I think in a week and a half, we're going to make some more, um, that, that it's, it's a lot of fun, man. And the algorithm's really favoring it right now. So nice. I have to look in that. Yeah. Jason's a great guy. He, um, I've never met him personally, I've, uh, I've like chatted with him when he's doing the live streams, um, and doing his live streams Yeah, and he's really a great guy as far as like herbicides and just like a really no nonsense. Here's how you can, you know, here's like these herbicide combinations work and that kind of thing. So he's, uh, he's always cool to talk to, but I've, n- I've never actually met him in person. Yeah. I think he's just in Alabama. He's not too far down the road. So. Yeah. He's, it's about the, well, the day I got, I, I spent more time, I think in, on 285 and in 80, Atlanta traffic's crazy, man. I was just yeah, stuck down here, but yeah, he lives, um, I think it's called Trustville, Alabama. Okay. He's got like three acres out there, but yeah, he's a, he's a great, great guy. Yeah. So, but he nice. started a separate channel from his regular channel. Cause he didn't want his um, subscribers to get mad at him. So he started a new channel called fix a lawn. Okay. But his regular channel is lawn care life. So tell us a little bit, Ron, about your um, course and, and what you got going on with golf course um, lawn and, and your website and all of that. Sure. So I have a course that, um, so some of my, some of my viewers said, Hey, you know, one thing was the, the content's really good, but when I did, um, a makeover video, that's actually a good idea. So I, when I did help my neighbor, Alex make over his lawn in the fix my ugly lawn series, it was like 15 videos and several people reached out to me and said, you know, this was really good, but we'd like to have it all condensed. I'll have it a lot tighter to where, you know, you just the information we really need to know to transform our lawns. We get that without having to weed through a bunch of YouTube content. 
and also a lot of the a lot of the the, the subjects that I wanted to cover. Uh, like around really getting into like what each of the, the the nutrients in the in the soil do, the importance of soil testing, how to um, build a fertilization program, the importance of mowing, a lot of the stuff that is a little bit more preachy type content that doesn't mm-hmm. do that well on YouTube. Mm-hmm. All of that went into the course. So the Golf Course Lawn Academy, um, that's what, that's what came out of that. There's it's gotten really good response um, between the course and also the private Facebook group. I get to be surrounded with a lot of guys that are really guys and girls. Actually, like you've got a few women that are in it too. Uh, that are really hardcore about their lawns and we get to bounce ideas off of each other and just talk about how to improve our lawns. So um, that's really good. That was one aspect of it. And then the store that I started, it's like the golf course lawn dot store mm-hmm. um, that came out of people that said, Hey, you know, you, it's really cool. Your lawn looks awesome, but you know, it's cause you use all this stuff and we can't really find it. And I said, you know what? Challenge accepted. So I literally started the store to um, make the same products, the same programs, the stuff that I use available to people. So now you got no excuses. You have the course, you have the same products that I use. You literally, the same stuff I'm putting on my lawn is what's sold at the store. So you have no, uh, you got no excuses now. And then what's your recommendation for those here with Bermuda um, for lawnmowers and and some kind of price points? What what would you suggest to a 2018 Ron Henry that's like, you know what, I want to go for it. So I would say first determine if it's really for you, because as you think the response that you had, and I told you, hey, last year I was mowing every day and even right now I'm mowing every other day. It's you have to have the time, however, the desire to make the time to get out there and really mow. So if you've already you're past that phase, you say, hey, I'm definitely I'm all in. I want to mow my lawn. I want to real mow it um, for Bermuda. The, the choice between a rotary mower and a real mower um, really comes down to that. How much time you have. It, it is better to cut Bermuda and zoysia really with a real mower, with a cylinder mower. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that grass likes to be maintained at an inch and a half or lower. And unless your lawn is incredibly flat already, you're going to run into issues with scalping when you use a rotary. And just in general, real mowing is healthier for the turf. It's a healthier way to, to cut the turf, which is why golf courses do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so once you decide that it's really for you, I would then decide on what your budget is. And then the, anytime I get the question of what real mower should you buy, is in your area, figure out who can service it, you know, who can get you parts for it, who can, you know, grind the reels and this kind of stuff. Because when it breaks, because anything mechanical and variable will break at some point, mm-hmm. who can actually um, work on that for you? So if I were talking to myself in 2018, um, the Ron Henry, 2022 Ron Henry, talking to 2028, 2018 um, Ron Henry, I still would have probably gotten a true cut to start okay. just to see what it, you know, just to get into it and really, you know, get going with it. Because the true cut is like eight is like 85% of what the greens master is. Okay. Um, and then the, the, the Toro, they are very nice mowers. They do cut like an order of magnitude better than a true cut does, but they're a lot more expensive. Remember a greens master brand new, is like a $3,000 lawnmower all done up with a groove roller, all the trimmings and everything on it. Mm-hmm. A Greensmaster brand new is like a five-figure mower. It's like between ten dollars to $12,000 depending on options. So when you break it, you're still paying ten, dollars to $12,000 prices for like replacement reels, especially, you know, parts, if you go with the genuine Toro stuff. So that's the only thing I would tell people, you know, before saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to go out, I'm going to buy the best mower I can and just go after the best cut. Know what your budget is. Know that, you know, maintenance is going to be more expensive for a more expensive piece of equipment but the quality is better. So it really, really depends on you. If I had to do it all over again, I would still tell people to start out with a true cut. And then if you really like it, you can always flip it, sell it for a lot of what, pretty much what you got into it, especially if you get a pre-owned one 
and then you can move on to like a greens mower and if you want the best. The true get. cut, the roller doesn't come on it. You have to get that separately, right? Correct. Yeah, they come with caster wheels by default. And then uh, Real Rollers, who sells um, rollers for the true cuts, for the McLean's, for the California trimmers, um, they offer a grooved roller and a smooth roller. I will tell you, I mean, they will tell you, you know, start out with a, with a smooth roller. And the smooth roller is great for starting. It is a little bit easier to maneuver the mower with, but mm-hmm. the qual- the cut quality with a grooved roller is better. Okay. So if you can only buy one, I would get the true cut and get a grooved roller on it. That would they're be headquarters here, aren't they? They're they're like 15 minutes down the road. They're right off of Petrie Industrial. Yeah, that's yep. pretty cool. Yeah, Lee, Andrew, Eric. I know those guys are really great. Great set of guys. You know, if you want a true cut mower, they carry the 20 and the 27. So they can help you out. Cool. Well, I really appreciate um, you taking time out of your day, Ron. Man, I'd love to come out there six thirty one morning and watch you uh, watch you with that dew. I saw you on the story the other day. I was like, "That is such a good idea" because you, you see every stripe. You see, it's perfect. Yep. Do you yep. listen to uh, music podcasts? Like, what do you do? So, at so sometimes in the music, morning? sometimes a, sometimes a podcast. Um, you know, it's I'm always about like self improvement stuff. So I'll either have like an audio, sometimes an audio books on. So I, I mix it up. Sometimes it, it just it varies. Um, you know, well, what's, on, what's some like of your favorite, day. um, Moen audiobooks or what, what's really good? Um, so, uh, so right now I'm re-listening to, um, Outliers by, um, Malcolm, I think it's Malcolm Gladwell who make, wrote okay. that book. So I'm re-listening to that again. I have a, a, a set of books that I re-listen to every year. So I'm going through that one again. Um, and then for the music, it'll be anything from, I don't know, everything from jazz from like Lee Retinor or Grover Washington, to James Brown, to Chameleon Air. I mean, I listen to a bit of everything, so it doesn't, you know, I, I, to say which music genre, it just, it varies. I, I open up Spotify and I'll say, yeah, that sounds good. And I'll put that on and listen to it. So cool, man. What's well, an honor to meet you and, and keep up the great work. The algorithm obviously just sh- keeps shooting you to me on Friday nights. Boom, there you are. And, and I've been awesome. tracking with your stuff for a while and it, it's definitely inspiring. So I keep up it. the great work, man. Yeah, definitely. And if I can ever help out with anything, if you ever want to come by sometime at 630 and watch me mow the lawn, it's kind of boring. I can, I can assure you it's better on the YouTube stories in real life. No, I will tell you what. I've done four or five maybe TikToks or reels of a real mower, and mm-hmm. all of them got crazy amount of views every single time. Wow. And so I'd love to do, because uh, vertical, um, you know, like uh, YouTube shorts and Instagram mm-hmm. reels and TikToks, um, I'd love to come and just like get some really good shots while the dude's there. I think those would really perform well on TikTok, Instagram reels and, and shorts. And you're the only guy I know out mowing at 630 AM. So <laughs> I'd love to catch some shots and, and, and post those if you're cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have a problem at all. I mean, or, or I can film, I can probably film some and send them to you as well too. Either way, whatever, whichever, whichever way is easier for you. Cool. Yeah. Well, I don't mind. I mean, I'd love to, I'd love to watch you mow. Like Alan says, enjoy the mow, man. That'd be therapeutic for me to get some footage and, and watch you do that at 6.30 a.m. That's me. I'm out there. Cool, man. So. Well, I really appreciate your time. I'll send this over to my producer where we, we batch our content. So this will actually come out, the I think, probably the Tuesday after Memorial Day. Okay. Um, and uh, awesome. I, I, I'm for real. I, I totally would come out there at 6.30 one morning and, and get some footage if you're cool with that. Yeah, yeah. Just let me know. We'll chat on Facebook, and I'll, I'll get you my uh, info, my address, or whatever. And you're well, more than welcome. Cummings not that far. It's about four, eh, thirty minutes or so. Thirty-five minutes. Okay, not you're bad. up in uh, Gainesville area or Flowery mm-hmm. Branch, or yeah, Flowery Branch, Gainesville area. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's that's simple drive, especially in yeah. the morning. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate your time, and I'll, I'll send you a Facebook message and, and see if we can set something up. 
Sounds good. All right. Sounds great. Man. Thanks, Ron. See you. Take care. All right. Thanks. Bye. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.